Welcome to Profiling Criminal Minds. I'm Dan. And I'm Dr. Redmond. And we're here for, uh, let's face it, the most interesting thing we've wanted to talk about in a while. Criminal Minds Korea. I know. <laughs> oh, wow. When I, when I found out that Criminal Minds had a Korean adaptation, I was just like, really? Okay, cool. Uh, but now that I've seen it, I'm like, Dude, I'm not gonna, you know, uh, dump all over Criminal Minds. Don't get me wrong, okay? <laughs> sure we are. <laughs> okay, we, we have been known to do that in the past. So I'm we're, not we're gonna... We're gonna trash talk. I'm sorry. We're trash okay. talking Criminal Minds somehow. You're right. It's, Another along... We can't avoid it. It's definitely gonna happen. <laughs> you all know. Right. You know. No, no, it is. It is definitely gonna happen. Um, okay, I'm just gonna say it. It's crazy how much better a pilot... Criminal Minds Korea has. And by the way, if you don't just want to listen to us talk about it, if you want to see it for yourself, drop by YouTube. You can just Google Criminal Minds Korea. You'll probably find the same episodes we found. Uh, someone has nicely uploaded all 20 episodes, but they've broken them down uh, into like three 20-minute blocks each. So it just know that going in. You're going to be a little annoyed at the structure. and you're going to see like 10 seconds over again every time you start a new video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Including at the end of episode two, you see the beginning of episode three. And I'm like, come on, guys, put a, put a little extra work in. Well, I, I'm not even sure it's extra work. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a way of avoiding yeah, the copyright thing. You're right. The copyright right. issue. I don't no, know. It, I don't, I don't think, can't think of any other reason really I mean, to do it that way. It wouldn't surprise me if you were right about that. All right. So, uh, let's start with the very start of the episode, which is, or as, uh, I'll call it, how Criminal Minds should have started? With a bang! Damn! <laughs> because, and this is the thing, is you go back and you think about Criminal Minds, right? Uh, and you think, okay, the, uh, the, the, the backstory of Jason Gideon is, he made a, like, he made a bad call, right, in a, in a hostage situation where Bale, the nefarious mad bomber, had uh, put a bunch of people in a play, uh, in a thing, and then he came out and surrendered, and all the people were still tied to bombs inside, and Jason Giddy was like, go get them, and like, he said go get them before searching or securing Bale in any way, and so Bale was able to blow up both all of his hostages and the, ho the, the bomb disposal team who went in to dispose the bomb. And that was a really bad take on Jason Gideon's part. Like, cartoonishly a bad take to not, like, arrest, handcuff, and thoroughly search the guy yeah. before you go to disarm the bombs. That's that's really bad, Jason. Whereas here, oh my god, it's all... It's all I mean, I, I'm just going to say what they do. They crib the ending from the, the Mad Bomber episode of Criminal Minds. Yeah, that's fine. No, no, yeah. it's great. It's not just fine, it's great. They do the whole pass-bypass. Bale says it's the red wire. Uh, it's a red or green wire. Bale says it's the red wire. He realized that Bale just wants to kill people, so it can't be the red wire. They do the whole sequence in the opening of this. And the Except. one difference is... This time, uh, nobody's lives get saved. Nobody's lives get saved, and not only that, but our our... Our Korean Gideon. Yep. Who's knew. also, by the way, just um they have a smaller cast. 
So Gideon and Hotch are the same person, and uh, Derek and weirdly L are the same person. Yeah, they've com- yes. they've compressed Gideon L into and uh, sorry Gideon and Hotch into one person, and L and Derek into one person. But everybody else has an analog in the cast. Yes, and um, and that's because of their special effects and their car crash and their crashes and their car chases and well, yeah, they they do spend a lot more money in this than we normally think of in an episode of criminal minds oh jeez but anyway um okay yeah and but in this case of course um our korean gideon gave the correct order and was overridden by his superior and in a moment he that didn't. is going to be key for the character the 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 boss says are you sure and he can't answer that he's sure. And that's the key moment. Yeah. Like he can't, and he's like, and later on in the episode, when uh, the Emily Prentice character is trying to get him to come back, because Emily Prentice is already on the show in the start. Uh, the Emily Prentice character, right, uh, tries to get him to come back. He's like, if I had been confident, I would have said, I am 100% sure, you know, passed off by pass, right? Yeah. And he wasn't 100% sure. And so right off, you have a Gideon slash Hotch who is capable of this kind of, you know, who made a bad mistake. But the thing is, the mistake was not really dumb like Jason Gideon, like day one police work dumb like Jason Gideon's mistake was. It's a really plausible mistake from this guy. Mm -hmm. Like you really believe the mistake he made where it's like, it is all of these guys are going to get blown up if you're wrong about this. So yeah. I need you to not be wrong about Like, I need you to tell me you're right about this. And he, like, when faced with that level of pressure, he cracks and he can't say he's 100% sure about it. Yeah. And I just think that's a more compelling way to introduce the character yeah. than we get from what Jason he says. Gideon. If, if I had had more faith in my profile. Exactly. Is what he says. Yeah. And when, when he's talking about it later on. Yes. And a year later, because he's off work for a year. Oh, yeah, exactly. Just like Gideon. And the interesting thing there is, yes, I mean, the fact that he, uh, like, structures his statement is, if I had more faith in my profile, those men would still be alive. It's still you know, digs into the infallibility of profilers, blah, 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 the stuff we've complained about in the past. But I think, crucially, it opens this room for doubt. Like, it opens room for doubt in a way that you just don't get. Ever in Criminal Minds. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's the thing. We don't see Jason Gideon's mistake and in the the pilot for Criminal Minds. And I think that was a mistake. I think that was a mistake. And I think this show is it by starting it with the bombing and Jason Gideon's mistake, uh, you know, and all this death that his, you know, lack of self-confidence caused, I think it's a much stronger way to start off the show. Oh, yes. And he has. Um, anyway, c- can I just make w- the oh, no, one please. thing Go. that always bothered me? And still, every time I watch this, because I had sort of watched part of it before. before right. And I'm going, is how is at the beginning? Yeah. In the opening bomb. Right. How is that reporter still alive? It was one hell was, of a bomb, right? 
You know? And like, she was right in front of the building. She was 20 feet at most away from that building. And, and she's like, fine, essentially. Of glass, flying glass, boom of smoke, flying glass everywhere. Cars overturned, trucks Cars overturned. overturned. How is she fine? The How microphone, even, even the microphone is still working. <laughs> you know, that was the only thing. I just, I just had to throw that in. So no, that I nobody thinks that we don't notice these bizarre oh, little not. things. Yeah, like, but seriously, also just get <laughs> on the other side of the street, woman. You know, yeah, like, but the you, but the explosion was just like unbelievable. Oh, no, it looked fantastic. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's it, a great even, effect. Yeah, and somebody must have uploaded this, and they had taped it on their PVR or their VCR. Or whatever, yeah, yeah, you know, because it's. I mean, that's the only problem that you'll find. The, it's very low good. quality. Yeah, it's a very low quality uh, copy that yeah, is on YouTube, and there's just there's no there's no way around it, right? There's just no. And the only way, the only DVD I found of it has Japanese subtitles. Okay, that's not completely ununderstandable. Uh, <laughs> oh well, it plays in Japan. In Taiwan, they play all the Korean stuff. My one ah, one of my okay. Taiwanese students says, "Oh, we love Korean TV." And there was some out of Australia, and um, apparently 12 copies of DVDs with English subtitles. They're all gone. Um, well, we're going to keep looking for them. And, we'll update and, you if we manage to find them. Yeah, if we find. But the, the funny thing about those is when you read the comments, everybody says, oh, this was great, blah, blah. One guy says, well, it looks like it came off TV. It's sort of like my sister's sisters. She bought sisters. Years and years ago, the show uh, Sisters. Uh, was impossible. Yeah. I mean, it's still impossible to find. You can't yeah. find old television. Like, it's just a fact. There's no way to yeah. watch any old. Te- like, there's three shows. You know, that get preserved. You can go watch. You can go watch Cheers right now. You can go watch Frasier right now. But like, you want to watch Mash? That's weirdly hard to do. Yeah. You want to watch Double yep. K- WKRP? That's literally impossible to do. You, you can't get do clips it from it. it. Exactly. And so. TV tends to be incredibly hard to track down. Movies are much yeah. easier. So we're still working on this one. Personally, and we'll talk about this at the end of the show, I don't understand why this isn't on uh, Disney+. Plus. It doesn't make sense to me, that, but that's something we'll talk about later. Yeah, we'll uh, so talk later. he makes yeah. the mistake, he blows up, and crucially, the guy who gets blown up, the guy who is disarming the bomb, is, our, is the best friend of our Derek Morgan analog. Yes. And of course, he's not in the. He's not he's in the. Not team in the yet. And I was about to say the FBI because I don't know what the NCI. The NCI, yes, the National Criminal Investigation Force or whatever they're called. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's not in it, right? So as a consequence, right? Uh, he's just a bomb squad guy and a detective, and he wants to do it himself because he. And I mean, it's it's the classic thing where it's like I can't let my subordinate take this risk i want to get the bomb myself and they're like no you're running this from here like he's yeah. already in the suit he knows what he's doing and that's the guy who gets blown up and so right away not only and this is why it's such a better pilot than extreme aggressor the uh criminal minds pilot was right away you've introduced you know our main characters you've introduced mandy uh patinkin's character you know your jason gideon he's made a crucial mistake that got people killed and then You've also, at the same time, introduced your Derek Morgan character, who now is going to have a grudge against Jason Gideon. And wow, that's in fantastic. This, yeah, and the and the 
the pilot episode is two hours, essentially the yeah, first two it's episodes. A full two hours. Uh, We're going to talk about the fu- first two, and it's it, yeah, it's one story. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's one story. So we got to talk about both episodes. Uh, and from there, right? So we have met everybody, and then from there we go to essentially just a recreation, like an exact recreation of the kidnapping scene from the original, where a woman yeah. is looking to buy a car with a guy in line. He shows up with the car. They meet it at a they they take a test drive and then he kidnaps her. Like it's the exact scene. It's kind of amazing, like how completely it's recreated. Because obviously the producer's like, no, this is fine. Like this is yeah, exactly the rain. Yeah, the, the rain, rain, everything. Everything about it is exactly the same. And they're like, and right away that cheered me up, right? Because I watched how different the opening is, and I'm like, no. Like, these guys aren't changing things just to change things. If something worked in an episode of Criminal Minds, they're going to use it. And if it didn't work, they're going to change it. And so, like, that is why they managed to impress me so much with the first episode. Simply because, like, they saw something that didn't work or could have been improved, I guess more accurately, could have been improved on. And they fixed it. Right? And then they saw something that did work and they just left it exactly as it was. They're like, no, this was a creepy sequence. Let's do it. Yeah, it was... (laughs) This this show was creepier. Oh no, it was creepier. The whole the whole two hours was much creepier. Oh, it's a very intense two hours of television. Yeah, you know, like it it just is. <sighs> uh, so anyway, the the woman gets kidnapped. We find out that she's the fourth victim, right, yep. of this guy who kidnaps women and then later on brutally stabs them to death and leaves them somewhere. And yeah. they don't have any clues. They don't know what's. They don't know how he's finding the women. They don't know. How the women are disappearing, like he knows where all they 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 call out the fact that every part of uh, Seoul is captured on CCTV cameras, but they're like he's one of those guys who was you know figured out exactly where the CCTV cameras are or where the blind spots are, and that's where he chooses to meet these women. I'm like, okay, you got to put that in from a writing standpoint. I wonder if that continues being a thing. Well, uh, who know? Well, we'll see because yeah, exactly. of course they do find a camera. Yes, they managed to later. Find a they do find a camera later on that they found a camera. Yeah, they find a camera later on because, well, in that case, I mean, he uh, he made a mistake where he picked her up, right? Yeah. And uh, because it's a busy place with all sorts of taxis, so they're able to get a camera from the tax because all of the taxis have like driver. Um, what do you call it? As uh, as I've explained, traffic cams. On, they have traffic cams on, on one of our on one of our um, on one of our sunday shows yeah i did explain because i asked my one of my korean students is this the yes all the cars it's not just taxi cabs yeah every but most car cars a traffic camera have has got one of these cam cam cameras on yeah. their car because of accidents and things because yeah. it is just there are so many cars yeah in korea and it's just jam-packed full of cars oh, okay. and you can tell that I mean, another thing is the Jason Kinnian character came from one of my other, the other Korean shows that oh, I had really? watched. Which one was he on? Um, I think it was The Good Detective. It oh, was nice. one of the other ones. I think, yeah, I think it was The Good Detective. Okay. Anyway, um, I've, I, I had seen him before because nice. I remember seeing it and tracking him down, but I think that's the one it was, but never mind. It doesn't matter. Let's yeah, get back to this story. <laughs> let's, uh, yeah. let's continue. So they search down. And of course, um, what happens there is exactly, I mean, and Emily Prentice is there. The Emily Prentice analog is there already. So she, of course, goes to the Gideon character 
I promise I will gradually learn these characters' names as we go forward. But, I mean, right now as I'm watching it, I'm just, you know, thinking of them as who they're the analog of because it is a remake, you know? Yeah. And and what's really good is is their their JJ character. Yeah. Like it there is some um, it, it is the Emily Prentice character is really yeah. It it's who did she replace? I was trying to think of that before on the cast. Right. And there is no sort of replacement that she replaces in that original cast. Yeah, I mean, because uh, it's the interesting thing. Well, and there, she's the, she's basically up. she's taken over some of Hotch's stuff. Yeah, well, no, but I mean, so yeah. did Emily Prentice. Uh, yeah. But yeah, she's taking well because they've combined the family man aspect of Hotch because he's got a wife and she just had their second kid. Right. Or she's so just pregnant with their. Or she's just pregnant one. with their. Yes, she just announces that uh, they're pregnant, just like on the show. Sorry, I said that. Yeah, she just announces she's pregnant with their second kid. So they've taken the family man stuff from Hotch and given that to the Gideon character as well, and then all yeah. of the business aspect and the the like the worker aspect of Hotch they've given to their uh, merged with their Emily Prentice character. Yeah, and so I, Hotch I has think... been split into two people essentially. Yes, and and the Gideon character is in many ways much more believable he is the boss and he does wear the suit and he yeah. is the team leader and there was no question that he was the team leader even when he wasn't there yeah you know she goes to him for guidance on this thing because it's an incredibly difficult case they're working on and they just can't catch a break and so in what might be my favorite thing and this is what you can do when you're like doing an adaptation of a show that's already had a lot of seasons like 12 seasons or 13 seasons yeah. when they made the show is instead of that whole nonsense with the trailside killer yeah. they have him talking about the reaper yeah in the first he's, appearance yeah he's talking about the reaper he's already talking about the reaper in the first like jason gideon's first scene he's given a speech about the reaper and i'm like oh okay well we know where they're going with this this is fantastic yeah. <laughs> oh this is gonna pay off well yeah, and I do, I mean, having watched so much Korean TV, I'm going, it'll pay off. I now trust Korea, South Korean TV, right? Because, yeah. um, and I'm just going to assume that, I guess I just assumed going in they would do it better. And it was just hard to figure out, you know, it was astounding in some ways how much better it was, even though, of course, it's hard to see. And I wish it was, I wish, oh. I wish Netscape would take it over and clean it up and... <laughs> Netflix, I mean. Yeah. I know. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so we get to the start. We meet the main cast. The JJ's fun. Um, the Their Spencer Reed is uh, makes a, has a great in entrance. Like, he's got the wonderful, he captures, like, the, the you know, the standoffishness of Spencer Reed really well. Right? Yeah. Like, this just not comfortable. Well, I'm talking about early Spencer Reed. Obviously, Spencer Reed's yeah. been changed over the years of the show. Uh, crucially... They didn't cast a male model as Spencer Reed this time. No. <laughs> so he does look like legitimately dorky in a way yeah. that Spencer Reed never did. Right? So mm -hmm. that's that's kind of fun. Uh so they start looking into the case as pretty much exactly the same. Like very close to the like the same as they were looking in the case the first time. The difference is it takes longer this time. 
Well, not only does it take longer, but but the stakes are higher in this one. Yes. Okay, a because lot. what happens is the sister. Oh yeah, I, like, I guess I should say that. Um, so the Derek Morgan character, you want... it's it's his case essentially. It's his case essentially because the body was dropped in his jurisdiction, and he's a, um, and he's a detective, and he is not at all interested in working with the BAU, the NCI in this case, because. They did not, you know, they screwed up the bombing so badly. He doesn't yeah. trust them. He doesn't think their reliance on profiling accomplishes anything. He th just thinks it gets people killed because he doesn't know the full story of what happened that day. Yeah. And he does like, he doesn't. He doesn't know the full story of what and happened And we will that get day, to so. how that happens yeah. later on at the end. Yeah, we'll, we, we get to that at the end. But, so yeah. he's not interested in them. But, crucially, this is where it gets interesting he has continued looking like helping out with the family and looking after the sister of his best friend who got killed in the explosion. Right. And so we get this twist, this big twist towards the end of the episode from the original version, the woman who gets kidnapped at car at the start, uh, her body shows up and Gideon realizes that they missed. Um, so the guy, no, he comes week. in. Oh, wait a second. You're not You're right. following it. Right. You're right. Okay. He comes in and That's, he says that she's he dead. He says she's dead. Yes. And then that makes our Derek, our Derek characters really pissed off. Yes. Right. And like, mad at him. Up. How can you say that? It's How another day. How can you day? give up on this woman? We have no idea. We have a whole other day. And, and what then, Gideon says is the first victim we kept alive for six days, the second for five. Oh no. The first for seven, the second for six, the third for five. And we think this is the fourth victim, but it's not. I found the fourth victim who was kept alive for four days. He only kept this one alive for three, which means she's already dead. And then. Yeah, he's well, he doesn't. Right. But you see, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. But he doesn't explain it at that point. No, he doesn't explain it at that you point. See, here, I'm just, yeah. This is no. Now, okay. Now we're getting to quote unquote exposition. Yes. And structure. And we have to explain why it is so different. Yes, because, because he doesn't say he just he walked they're all talking about this that they've got 24 hours they have to find this girl he walks in and says she's already dead yeah and then the guy the Derek character screams and hollers and storms out he's not going to have any of this why are they doing this this mm -hmm. profiling business he goes on and on about it and still the team leader doesn't explain it because we then move to a body being found in a garbage bin. Yeah. And it is the girl. Yes. Right? And and so and then we switch back and get, get the explanation. And to right, get the structure the is much better. You're absolutely right that the structure is much better because it gives us the situation where there is a mystery and then like how did he figure this out? And then we get the explanation like, oh, okay. So he yeah. went through more and more files and went looking. Yeah, he went looking right? for other stuff with the MO, hoping to find out more about the MO, and he ended up finding another case. Another, another case that was in between. Yeah. So he's, but, but what happens was it was already our apprentice character who had found the, because the team, not just her, but the whole team had gone together and gone through the notes and had found this 654. Like the situation in the precinct when, yeah. like, when, when they come in, the NCI team comes in, right? It's just different. 
They just yeah. say, look, we have found this pattern that has been overlooked. We went through everything. We found this pattern. And, and so, you know, and we will be taking over the case. Yeah. And we will work with you guys, but we'll be taking over the case. Mm-hmm. Whereas, whereas, and the Derek character is out again, looking, you know, to try and figure out what's going on. Cause they have a good idea of where she got taken Yeah. now. Right. So that it, the, the flow is better. You don't see an awful lot of, because the, because the country is so small and yeah. it is so different. Right. And so the local cops uh, are, are different as well. Yes. You know, because they each have a district that they work with. And this is the one. So, and then, so that already has happened. So that's why they think they have, they have two days. They thought they had 48 hours. And it's only when the team manager, right? Our Gideon character comes in and he says, no, she's already dead. And then you switch to the body being found and the rest of it. And then he explains why. And this is a structural thing. It flows so much better. Yeah. And they took two episodes to do it. And, um, you know, so that you can just see this. And at the same time, you're finding, and then you get the, like, you get the little, <coughs> the little thing where the, the girl of his, the, the sister of his best friend, right? Yeah. And the family is, um, she says, oh, you shouldn't be wearing those horrible shoes. You're a detective. Yeah, you're a detective. Right? You should look like it. You should look like, like one. And, and when we first watched it, we're like, oh, what a cute scene. Right? And then yeah. as the show goes on, we're like, oh, God. Okay. Well, and then she goes and she's looking for shoes. And then we show her this, show her shopping and then online we, and we're like, oh, no. Well, we ha- have we found that. out? No, I can't remember for well, just no, a sec. Well, no, because we found out right away that he used her, the the woman shopping online. Because, right, that he found her because she was shopping online for a car. And as she's searching for shoes, we then cut to the killer. Yeah. Right. Do a talking to her online. So we know what's coming now. Yeah. Yeah. No, we know right away what's coming next. And uh, who boy. So he goes to meet her for the shoes. She gets nabbed. He and she smartly calls her friend, the police detective from the car. Mm -hmm. He hears her getting abducted. Right. And so that's why he knows. And of course, they he throw the guy throws the cell phone out the window immediately. But yeah, crucially, they know where she was when she was abducted. So that's a perfect place for them to start, and that's how they're able to get the uh, the video Are cameras they- out of the cars. That is how they're able to figure out what car he was driving. They figure out who the guy was, just like in the original. Yeah, and they rush to his house, just like in the original. They grab him, they pull him in, but she's locked up somewhere. And they have no idea where and no idea how to break him. And that's when we get back into the original. Yeah. And it, and, and it is, as I said, it, it flows very nicely. Yeah. You know? and they get, oh, by the way, they gave uh, the Derek character a great moment of like, avo- like having to give up the chase because he has to avoid, you know, killing someone with his car, like keep a car from killing a bunch of people. Because yeah. the, yeah, the, the bad guy. Uh, this is later on, but there's a nice there's a nice moment where they almost catch the villain, and they're like, "We need to give the Derek character like a great moment." And he knows his sister, uh, his his friend's sister's in danger. He knows that this might be their one chance to catch her. But the guy sends a car spinning, and it's about to hit a crowd of people, and so he has to give up the chase and use his car to stop that car. Mm-hmm. 
to keep the people from getting hurt. And I'm like, there you go, right there. That's how you establish a character. That's like, how you establish that a he's character. a hero. That's how you yeah. establish that he cares about people. Because the fact is, this might put the the person he cares about in danger, but he can't watch uh, just a bunch of random civilians getting killed. There yeah. you go. He's a hero. And I just I know that's later, but I just wanted to point out how they how what a good job they do of, of finding establishing... a moment to getting you completely on board with this character. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he is, you know, I mean, and, he's great. Um, yeah, he's a great, great character. Yeah. And they don't like and the funny thing is, is that you can see that he's going to be more important. Like the 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 Spencer Reed character is not going to be the Spencer Reed character of Criminal no. Minds. No, you really don't get the sense how that they're going to lean on Spencer Reed the way the original leans on. Well, Spencer you don't Reed. have any of this already. You don't have in this first two hours any of these little jokes and stuff like that. No, it is. Yeah, it is. No, um, even more serious. I mean, the Criminal Minds. The first episode of Criminal Minds is more serious than the rest of the episodes. Yeah. But this is more serious than the first episode of Criminal Minds. This is. I mean, this they take it's more this, grave. Great, yes. And and you can see um well you can see some of what how this is it's a different cultural oh, structure that is being played in and um how the men behave is different, how the women behave is different. Yep. Um you have that endearing scene where um because of course the Emily Prentice character um and then the detective, yeah. right, are in a car together, right? Because then he doesn't really want any part. Like she runs into him on the street. Yeah. Before. Because they're both they're both looking at the abduction site to see if they yeah. Can and so out. then that then uh, she offers to drive him drive him back to the office, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't want any part of it. And then they get in, and she profiles him, and then he profiles her. Yeah, it's and a it's, very it's, fun scene. It is, it is a, you know, a, a scene that again sets up these characters really well, really, really well, so that you have a very evolved sense of who these people are, and they are probably not going to, um, you know, they are going to develop. That's for sure. Obviously. But then, I mean, oh, and then so then, but the story, like, I don't. Like I, I didn't go back and watch, but then the then the story shifts, right? Yep. Oh my lord! So they catch this guy, and they're going. And they get. By, they just get right into who he is as a person. Yeah, right? and then and his backstory, and then we start getting introduced to a whole set of new characters that weren't in the original version. Yeah, that the whole thing is, it is complicated. Hmm. It is dramatic. It is satisfying. Yep. Oh, wow. It's it's a good story. It was a good story. But what I like is it sets up these people. Like, you don't have an answer. You don't have any of those leftover issues of, well, where's the backstory? Yeah. You get the backstory. Oh, yeah. And it that, takes them a bunch of extra time to do it. But so they find the guy and they found out that he was in juvie and something happened while he was in juvie and somebody died and we didn't get, we don't get the exact details about it just yeah. yet. No, just yet. 
Well, he does tell a story, but our Gideon Hotch doesn't believe it really. No. No, he says, he nah, he's 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 not he's not telling the truth here. This is the screen story. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of a screen memory, this is a screen story. Yeah. Um and so you go and they're trying to get him to tell. So he, he gives the name of one yep. of the guys that he was in. Um, Spencer and Emily go and see the parole officer who mm -hmm. had given them another name. Yep. Um, and so they assume that he, the other guy is the boss. Um, yep. so, you know, I mean, it, it just, and yeah, then it they keeps going. The, yeah, the the parole officer gives them the name of the guy who he hung out with, who, you know, bullied him and pushed him around. And is like, and they're like, okay, well, psychologically, this guy's obviously working for someone. So that when you were a kid, like when he was, because he was abused as a child and he was abandoned, he wound up in foster care, sorry, in the yeah. juvie system. And so he's used to being abused and he's used to being controlled. And it's, and they're like, it's entirely possible that like this childhood Con like control that this guy had on him has continued into his adulthood. Yeah, and, and you he's and still working for him, and it all makes perfect sense. Yeah, and it does make perfect sense. Like you're just going on, except yeah. that the control guy who is going to phone and confess gets killed. Yep. So you're going <laughs> just oh. as he's phoning to say, just as he's phoning to say, I have information about the case. Boom! Somebody kills him. They get there just as the uh, the killer is leaving. That's where we have the car chase I was talking about. Yeah. Uh, really good scene. Really great car chase. Really good scene. Them hunt. Uh, them hunting the guy. It's all shot incredibly well. I mean, we all know who the killer is. Obviously, we all know because we've seen the original. Uh, changing it from a prison guard to his social worker and uh, the guy who's his parole officer and social worker hybrid. That's yeah. a really good choice. Well, that was a really because. Yeah. Okay, go on. Please. Oh, no, I was just going to say, because it, it goes into the whole idea of the personality type that chooses to work around at-risk kids, right? Because they provide him with an easy victim pool. Not, yes. And then you also find out that, of course, he was in this juvenile, this youth detention center yeah. as well. He had the ability to a go different in and one. out of there whenever he wanted. No, no, but he, he himself, oh, yes, he as a child, when he was... Child. Yes, had yeah. himself been, and again, it's talking about the recurrent cycles of abuse. Yeah, like it's very uh, clearly talking about how these cycles of abuse recur. He was brutally beaten and sexually assaulted at this previous school. He became the abuser when he went into that. Right when he went social into work, and yeah, when he went into social work. So he could become an abuser, right? So he could have his yeah. access to his victims. And that's why at the end of the show, they're able to figure out, well, he's repeating these cycles. Of course, he's going to go back. Of course, he parked his boat where he's doing the crimes within a kilometer of the school where he was messed up as a child. And of course, when he takes her off the boat and runs away, that's where he's going to run. Yeah. Right? And what's, what's really interesting is that she does twice. She manages to get herself free. She it was so great. She so gets herself satisfying. free. He yeah. captures her. Yeah. And then she gets herself free a second time. Again, he captures her again. <laughs> and only then does Derek finally shoot him. Yeah. But it's it's great that she like she was a very plucky heroine. She kept yeah. getting away. I wish she had got away entirely, but I understand that they needed the showdown at the end. But it's like they don't just leave her sitting in a box waiting to be 
rescued. She, yeah. she goes out of her way. She struggles. She fights. She, as you say, manages to get away twice. She keeps getting captured because he's good at his job, but well, she and is she's never weak. passive. And she's very weak from not eating for two days and not yeah. having any water for two days. Absolutely. Like, yeah. she's, what I'm saying is she's not passive. No, she's not. At you know, all. she's, she cuts, she cuts the, the stuff that's around her hands. And then yep. she, I mean, it was fascinating when she turns over her cage. She keeps pushing against her cage so that it will lie flat so she can get out. I know. So she like, can get it's, near. It's, it was great. It was just really great. thrilling stuff to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the whole, and I mean, the thing is, the, the victim in the, the original pilot, like, gets no, like, no screen time, gets no personality, like, gets no depth whatsoever. Oh. Right? And it's only when you're watching these guys do it better that you're like, oh, we really missed something there. By not well, showing what this woman was going through. Yeah, well, and, and of course, well, I mean, this, well, I mean, these are only the first two episodes, exactly. so let's see if this continues on. We but... don't, I mean, it could get real bad right away. Don't get us wrong. Like, we're not saying this is going to be, a, you know, but... a perfect show, but it's great. And then you get the really fun, we haven't even talked about the Spencer Reed and JJ scene. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. they spend, like, three scenes in the guy's apartment trying to figure out the password and it's all it's all taken from the original but it, it's yep. gun like the what i loved about it is there's so much more like character work with the two of them yes like, her her desperation to help and him getting more and more frustrated with the jj character it plays so as such great comedy it's the only real comic relief in the entire two hours but yeah it's great yeah, 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 yeah. And then they finally figure out it's the cat, basically obviously. the cat. The cat's name is yeah, the, the password. Because I mean, in the, the other one, it was a, a CD. But It was a CD. But yeah, when they do go, okay, what does he play the most? Blah, blah, blah. What's his CD collection? What, you know, sounds yeah. like what he Here, I mean, it's obvious that it's the cat. And it's a bit of a cheat because it's such an obvious password for such a guy, a guy who's great at computers. But you know what? You let them get away with it because their interaction is so charming. Yeah. Like, it really is. And um, the guy doesn't come as, uh, like, there is this, okay, how do I put this? He doesn't come across as, like, if you look at the first episode, there is equal parts in Spencer Reed, insecurity and arrogance, right? Yeah. There are the, those are the dueling forces inside uh, Spencer Reed. He is arrogant, but he's also crushingly insecure, right? Yes. And this guy is playing it very differently, mm -hmm. right? And I, I really liked seeing what he was doing with the character, and I'm very interested to see what he does with the character going forward. Yes, and he does have a PhD in philosophy. Yes, I like that. He's got his three PhDs that yeah. they talk about. Just, just like Spencer Reed does, but just one of like this guy's is in his philosophy. philosophy, which is kind of perfect. Which is, yeah, well, no, you know, but it also, so it's going to be interesting to see how all of these characters develop oh, yeah. and, and the interplay. Um, oh. Totally. I I think that um that that was a good scene and we haven't talked about their Penelope. Oh yeah. I mean well Penelope doesn't get a ton to do. No, well, and let's let's wait and see whether she becomes Merlin. I don't I think know. she will. I don't think they're gonna like just have Penelope solving all of their problems every single day the way they did on the original Criminal Mind. Uh, Criminal Minds, right? Yeah. Because I, we always talk about how that was one of the big problems with the show is the the extent to which 
Penelope just comes in and violates everyone's privacy and just says who the killer is every week. And, I mean, maybe they're going to start doing that, but right now, all she really does is tell us this important information about the guy, like... Well, and and the thing is, is that they make clear, like, you have your JJ character who goes, she's the media person, she goes in front of the media, so you have the three of them, the three other key people, standing watching her do the press conference, Mm -hmm. um... As I say, I recognize buildings these days in South <laughs> Korean sale, you know. But anyway, they're, they're standing there and talking about how good her makeup is. Yeah. Right? And how she's dressed. And one of them saying, yeah, but she can do that. And then the Spencer Reed character going, yeah, uh, not like you, you know. Who? <laughs> no! <laughs> so brutal! You know, but, um, and she laughs, you know. Yeah. But she wears, you know, she's different. But she still has all of those Penelope things. Yeah, she has the Penelope things, but she's not, like, there is not an extravagant production to her presentation, right? She is not, like, doing the peacock, look at me how different I am thing that is 80% of Penelope's personality in the first season, is look at how different I am, Yes, is most of her personality. That's not her at all yet. Yes, as we said before, right, our our Penelope... um, uh, Penelope should have had a gay friend. I'm not sure that it's clear this Penelope should have had gay friends yet. <laughs> <I know. laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm I'm going, okay. We'll wait and see. I mean, we're going to wait and see how these characters develop. develop. Yeah. But it, it is very interesting so that we get to the end. I mean, it it's just so because at the end, they have to get somebody else into the unit. Yes. And so... Basically, even though they've had these fights, it's the Gideon Hodge has suggested, along with Emily, that this detective join their team. Yeah. And it turns out that he, of all things, studied psychology and profiling at university. So he's actually got a degree in it. Yeah. Well, it's not that he's got a degree in profiling. He's got a degree in psychology and he pat and like... He was one of the best students they had in their profiling certification course, but yeah. he ended up, you know, not really believing in it, and that's why he didn't pursue it. But now, like, he's seen the good the team can do, right? Yeah, and, and then while he doesn't love their methods, he did rescue. Uh, but then, like, it they, helped. They did rescue. Helped. The, they helped rescue his friend, and yeah. then we finally get the scene at his at uh, the sister, like the guy, the sister, her brother's grave. Where yeah. our Derek and our Gideon finally have a real conversation about what happened. And no, no, it's not the Gideon. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. It's no. not the Gideon. It's, you're right, you're right. It's you're right. the guy. It's the commander. The commander yeah. who made the decision. Who made the decision who, in the first place. And, yes. and, and tells him, look. Yes. He has I was the one that did it, and I will live with this for the rest of my life. Yeah. In in our part, in, in ours, there was a whole conversation that didn't have subtitles. Yeah, but it was that's very what he, the gist of yeah. it. But you could you could tell what it was, but he but he basically said, No, I was the yeah. one that made the decision. And um you, you know, know I'm the one who got him killed. I'll regret it for the rest of my life. And yeah, I am yeah, yeah it's it's, it, it's a really and, good scene and I'm really embarrassed to have remembered it wrong. Yeah. Uh but no no, of course of and course so, that's what happens, because it's about the Gideon character, which is yeah. where I got confused. Yeah. Well, what happens too 
right is is that you see you see the funeral you see you see men getting upset like we didn't even talk about the funeral scene no because there is a full funeral scene yeah you know the burial of these men who got who got killed in the and yeah in the bomber's explosion in the bomber's explosion you get it about halfway through yeah um and it is it is and you can see sort of like it's it's a very their men are much more vulnerable oh 100% um the women are much clearer and well defined because you even find out the Emily Prentice as she said she was she wanted to do this all her life but she wanted to be a detective you know and then and then she they wouldn't send her into the field yep you know um because you know so she got to do the secretarial work and the coffee and the rest of it yeah. because they wouldn't send her into the field this is um uh, an issue this is not the first time i've seen this issue in a police station in south korea um yeah. and um so you know so she eventually she works her butt off and gets into the nci yeah she just and so now her she's desperate yeah and now she's desperate to prove like she's like i'm gonna prove that i belong here i'm gonna prove yeah. that i am ready for this mm-hmm yeah, no, it's it's a great character introduction for her. Her backstory is fantastic. Um, yeah, and but then, what I like about what I want to say is what I really love about the 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 boss scene coming in and saying it was my responsibility, right? Yeah, because we always talk about how okay. nobody takes responsibility. Well, yeah, there's that. That's <laughs> true. Nobody <laughs> takes responsibility for anything. But okay, um, the when we talked about and this people is something you're going to be hearing over the next couple of weeks where we talk about what Criminal Minds is about. One of it is, one of the key things is, they're infallible, they're never wrong, you won't, you know, just defer to them, blah, 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 blah. And part of the thing that makes them the, so that so insufferable is how clearly the characters on Criminal Minds know that they're never wrong and just think everyone else is an idiot. So fundamentally, in this show, you get Jason Gideon left off the hook with guilt because the boss comes up to Derek and says, I made the call. I was wrong. I should have listened to Gideon. Right? Yeah. But the way that Gideon has been characterized up until this point, it wasn't his decision, but he's still racked with guilt. Yeah, he's still racked with guilt because... He could have he, done more. He could have done more. He should yes. have insisted and on that not is what pass. separates. And that's what I loved about this, because it's, it's what separates it from the criminal mind's ethic. Yeah, there are repercussions to all of the decisions you make. Exactly. And that's and, what I like yeah. so much about this is, yes, we end up at the same end point, which is Jason Gideon was right. You should listen to Jason Gideon. But the way you get there is completely different because you've got a Jason Gideon who isn't arrogant, a Jason Gideon who himself is racked with self-doubt. And it's not like Jason Gideon, you know, uh, has a heart to heart with the boss. Only Derek does that. Jason Gideon still has to work through his own stuff. And even if the end point, right, is still just, oh, well, he's infallible. The fact that they got there through this journey of, um, you know, other characters dealing with their own flaws. And crucially, and this is the part I love, Jason Gideon not thinking that he's infallible. Yeah. That's the diff that's the key difference that is going to separate this show from Criminal Minds is yeah, Jason Gideon yeah. doesn't believe he's right all the time. Yeah. 
And I, it's weird that we have to say that that's the main separate point, but Jason Gideon believed he was right all the time. He just did. Like, that was key to the character of Jason Gideon, was this belief that he was right about everything all the time. Except he made that one mistake, which Except is what... that one mistake. Which, yeah. which is what, what, what sort of racked him, whereas... And it was his fault. Whereas here, you not only get the person whose fault it was, who made the call racked with guilt, yep. but you also have the man who didn't insist on his point idea of view being racked, with guilt. being racked with guilt because both of them would have been racked with guilt if the bomb had who knows you know who was yeah. wrong and so you see that from the beginning and when you look at it you're already looking at a very different structure yep. of community of responsibility that we don't see develop so, uh, in in the uh, in the other shows. So now, I'm hoping it let's keeps let's up. get into the other um one thing that I want to say before we move on. Um, okay. Oh my God, is the back the killer's backstory rough? Oh, because uh, we God. haven't actually said what happened, which is the backstory was somebody died, and it was said that he killed himself, and that guy was like, um, so they live in dorms in these juvenile yeah. halls where it's like and twelve the lights. guys to a dorm. And the and lights they, never and they go leave the off. the lights on 24 hours a day. So it drives people crazy. And you end up with these weird cliques inside the dorm. And every dorm has a boss who, because they're unsupervised, like, gets his way through violence. And so that's who killed himself, the boss of the unit. And we go back and we're like, we get this scene of our new killer, right? The first killer, the partner who kidnaps the women about to be brutally beaten and sexually assaulted by these two guys. Okay, you have to you have to say what happens is is that our Hotch Gideon character goes in and says, No, it wasn't somebody else who tried to commit suicide, it was you. And he yeah. insists on looking at his arms. Yes. And then he gets him to to tell the story. I mean he break, talks to him about family yeah. and about the girl that's Oh no the, the cracker stuff in this is all very well done. The, like the cracker stuff, yeah. Oh, beautifully written. The yes, and and so and he says and so then the victim like the first supposed killer tells this story about how he yes, he had attempted suicide. They hung him upside down, yeah. just in case anybody isn't gonna isn't gonna be able to watch this. They yeah. hung him upside down, they beat him. Yeah. The two other guys, like the 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 boss, the and first, the, guy, the boss, yeah. and the second. Okay, yeah, the and his second in command, and his second in command, and then um, and then they rape him. Yep. After they've beaten him, yep. they rape him, and, and then, then the, the parole. Shows up. Yeah, the parole officer slash social worker shows up. Yeah. And and tells them to stop, and then basically rescues the first yeah. guy they've they've taken in right yep and and then says okay which one of them do you want me to kill and yeah and it essentially puts him in this thing where it's like this guy at the lowest moment of his life has said okay i'll kill one of the people who, who has did done this to you. you i will kill one but you will owe me forever yeah and so he points to the guy and the social worker in this horrific scene, like this whole scene has been horrific. And then like the social oh. worker murders the boss of their, uh, of their cell. Yeah. 
oof and makes and like and he's got himself a slave for life and another guy who's hugely traumatized and thought he would never say anything but then of course he tries to say something and the social worker come and comes and murders yeah it it is it is it's and, it's intense and all i can say is at that point was thank god it's fuzzy i know right? <laughs> you know i don't want to see the details of this i don't want to see the sort of details of this well and, and especially because in the original version the dj qualls character right like, we never get any details about his relationship with the prison guard who's doing the killing. Yeah. Right? They just, they, they, we get some platitudes about how in that situation, like, you will look for someone who can protect you and the person who protected you. And they first, they think it was another inmate. And then they realize it was a guard. And, like, there's backstory like what happened here. But there's not, you know, this level of, oh, my God, what okay. am I watching? But what's really interesting is that he has had the guy that they first arrested yeah right that these horrible things happened to he did the killing yes of the first four or the yeah. first yeah four and then the parole officer killed the third one the yeah. fifth the, the well the goes fourth, to kill. yeah fourth the fourth one. the fifth one yeah the the one who died the, yeah the one who died there and he did he he did that and they talk about that about their how there are hesitation marks, marks. you know yeah. it it it's all the other ones you saw a progression and then all of a sudden you see this what is he has a, has he a multiple personality, personality? disorder yeah. and then you know the our Gideon Hotch says well we've never seen any of these serial killers with multiple personality disorders yeah so um maybe it's uh, maybe not, he's got a partner. Yeah. Maybe he's got a partner. Like all of the stuff, yeah, makes is is pretty clear. Like I don't sit here and have all of these problems with what they are speculating about. They don't come out with a sort of clear, structured profile and have that you know exposition of the profile. He just you know the leader just comes up and to says, be fair, well, to be fair, we do get a here's the profile scene. Yeah, it's they but it's only do. one guy who does yeah, it. It's only one guy who does yeah, it. Yeah, you don't, you do don't have team, and everybody gets a line for no reason. Yeah, like the, those scenes are so they're just so ridiculous in retrospect. Yeah, they you never know. did those scenes. Well, as I said, you know, and it's it's not like uh, you have all those, and then everybody became a profiler. <laughs> but anyway, um, but uh, yeah, it it is just different and i think the ending scene where he agrees to fill out the application form to join the nci i know um wasn't that nice yeah and that's that's how it ends he has back and forth trying to make a decision and then you know and that's why he ends up at the grave and trying to and figure the, yeah. out what to do and all of these things so it 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 ended very very so it, well. It has a and, great ending. It's it and it all it all holds together really. Well. Yes, and I think that's the key thing for me, right? Yeah, like it all just it all tracks really beautifully. Yes, you know you can make right. a few little things, but I tell you, yeah, they they spend not a lot that, of not that much. Like honestly, I would be I was very happy with this. Yeah, and again, it is easier for these guys than it was for yeah. the Criminal Minds production team because they already had a show. To base their thing on. Yeah. But, you know, you can't discount what a good job they did. And I think that's the key part. 
Yeah, and it's the it's um and you can't say that it's all just because it's in Seoul, Korea. No. No. It there is an adaptation because they do keep sort of the stories. Oh yeah. And there and so therefore, yes, there's some adaptation where the key differences are. Well, first of all, it's with that that fifth victim who who manages to, you know, get her escape and has a personal connection to Derek. Like, yeah. And it just, and Derek has this life. Like he's got this family that he's now taking care of because they're related himself. Yeah. Because he blames himself for his best friend getting killed. Yeah. And he's like, it's my responsibility to look after them. Like there's, there's so much more going on here. Yeah. Like than there was in the original. They've set up so much stuff. Like you said, they we've know so much about why Emily is doing this. We know about Gideon being haunted by this. We haven't done a ton with JJ and Penelope and uh Reed yet, but that's I'm sure that's coming. But it's like the whole thing is to set up Derek's character and like yeah. and the friction that is going to come. Like the friction between him and Gideon and the relationship with him and Prentice is going to, I assume, is going to be one of the driving forces of the interpersonal dynamics for this first se- for this season. There's only one season, so I was about to say first season. It's just the one. I, I assume that that's going to be driving it forward, and they've positioned themselves to do some really interesting things. So, very excited going forward. Yep, yep. This is as exciting as, in fact, it's more exciting than, than, than Prodigal Son almost in the beginning. Yeah, just because, well... Just because we it's criminal minds. <laughs> well, yes, and we're criminal minds people, but fundamentally, we see that they have put themselves in a position, right, yeah. to really exploit stuff, like, fully exploit stuff that criminal minds never got around to doing, yeah. you know? And I'm not saying every, like, team on a show has to have interpersonal conflicts, but it doesn't hurt to create drama, and that's something criminal minds never did. No. No, they never did interpersonal conflicts on that and, show. And and how much drinking did you see? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, I, it is. It was funny. Like there was the only interpersonal conflicts is the on Criminal Minds is that Derek is a bully and nobody ever calls him on it. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it's only in the later seasons that we realize that wow, Emily probably drinks a lot, doesn't she? Yeah, I mean, Joe, we always knew. Oh, well, of but course, we but even that. even Gideon even Hotch had a bottle in his office. Oh yeah, absolutely. Of course, Come on. Uh, it's tough work, but like they never really dug into the downsides of drinking as a way of coping with this job. Yeah, well, and as I said, I mean, you just have they don't even like they even show flashbacks of PTSD type sh- flashbacks. Yeah, to these guys, they haven't gotten over this. Neither of these guys have gotten over this bombing. Over this bombing, right? And so it's it's set there, and they're still haunted by it. It's only been a year, and yeah. So anyway, like, if you look at the original, he's haunted by the bombing. In the second episode, he screws over the bombing, and he gets back at the bomber, right? And then it's never mentioned again. Or was it the second or the third episode? I don't won't get yeah. again. But it's it's in the first three. Yeah. The first three episodes are the pilot, the bomber, and the, the lady who's burning people to death for Jesus, for some reason. Oh, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see if they do any religious stuff. Well, yeah, given the, well, I mean, given the huge Christian population in Korea, yeah. you can still absolutely do stuff 
with Christian nuts, but if they yeah. want to delve into well, they have other their own problems. There, well, they and they do problems? have because that's why they had a problem with. I think that in Korea they had a problem with one of these religious groups who wouldn't uh, take vaccines and wouldn't take and wouldn't isolate surprised. and wouldn't isolate. Like the the Moonies are an extremist nuts Christian cult that came out of Korea. You know, yeah. so it's like that doesn't surprise me at all that they have those kind of extremists there. Yeah, not even a little. Uh, so anyway, I guess that's going to be it for the first two episodes. Um, as I was saying, I don't like on on one level, I don't understand why uh, Disney Plus isn't putting this on. Like they they must. It would be very easy for them to get get the rights to this. They own Criminal Minds, and you know they have un unlimited money. But Disney Plus doesn't have any non English stuff on it, and it's very weird. Well, it, it and it is it is funny because you know it's a. It obviously, I don't know who, you see, the question is who owns it out of Korea? Yeah. In um, Korea and who got the rights to do it. But you, isn't Sony behind CBS and Disney Plus? No, no, or CBS doesn't matter. Um, it's, uh, CBS, um, Criminal Minds is owned by ABC because it was, it okay. was, it was built by Disney and then they just didn't air it. CBS just aired it. All the remake rights that would hold with the original studio, which is ABC, which is Disney. Okay, and but then th they should then probably hold the rights to Criminal Minds Korea or some kind of a well, right. They, I mean, they would be, they are the ones who made the deal that allowed Criminal Minds Korea to happen. So yeah. they are definitely in a position to make a deal to bring a subtitled version of it to Disney+. Plus. The question is, do they have any interest in doing that? And yeah. so far, they don't seem to have any interest in doing that. No, and why don't they sell the rights then to Netflix? Because yeah, Netflix right. does it all the time. Oh my god. It's <laughs> like, I turn on Netflix, but I mean, even all sorts of things have it. Uh, I remember I was watching, like, uh, I had the weirdest thing. I don't remember if it was Netflix or Prime, but like, because I had been watching The Mentalist, mm -hmm. they decided I must want to watch a lot of Indian television. <laughs> and I just found out that there's these giant scores of Indian television on there that I had no idea about. And I guess maybe the mentalist is popular in the Indian community here in Canada. Who knows? But for some reason, their takeaway from me watching all of the mentalist was he's going to want to watch a lot of Indian dramas. And so I was just flooded in my recommendation with Indian dramas. Isn't that funny, eh? Yeah. And yeah well, I, it I'm happens. Sure your recommend but I'm sure your yeah. recommendations have been changed by all the Korean dramas you're watching on Netflix. Uh, on Netflix, for sure. I always, any new Korean thing when I go on Netflix... Any new right Korean thing, it pops right? up, right? Yeah. Because, and I have watched, as I said, some of these, it's fascinating, it, I mean, fascinating. I haven't been watching much recently. I've been stuck on Prime with Crime yeah. Story and Wise Guy well, and a whole bunch of <laughs> other things, right? And now I just bought another movie. Nice. Um, oh. We'll talk about on Sunday. Uh, we'll save that for a Sunday show. Yeah. Uh, but it just, I don't get it. Because Criminal Minds is a, like, continuing, like, a property that has huge visibility that is, you know, coming back. It's very, like, it's it's a perennially popular show for the last well, 15 years. And I'm just saying, like, they've got this whole other Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds is super popular. Could keep Korean dramas happy. are super popular. They could just throw this out there and just see what happens. Okay. You know? Except, except, maybe somebody has watched it at ABC. And, and realizes... Criminal Minds to Criminal 
Pokemon's career and realizes <laughs> it's a much better show. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. Well, you know, we'll we'll circle back around to that argument once we've seen more of the show. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, I, I will say funny. one thing. Um, because of the way we watched it, I saw the beginning of episode three because it's part of the video that's the end of episode two. And I think the thing that made me happiest was... Uh, <laughs> it's like I I don't know where it's going. I don't know if it's gonna lead to the same disastrous, you know, Derek um characterization as it did in the original. But the moment in the third episode where, you know, the Derek character first, you know, walks into the NCI offices. Yeah. And Penelope is there to just be blown away by how handsome he is. <laughs> well, like, he is a handsome man. Well no, he's, they he's did a very that handsome one. man. But it's just like you know, you immediately have this weird nostalgia flashback to, you know, <laughs> 12 years of inappropriate workplace flirting. Yeah. Which I we'll assume, cult, I assume culturally in, in Korea, that kind of horrific, horrifically inappropriate workplace flirting can't happen. But I don't know anything about Korea, so I can't say for sure. Well, I think that it's... Um... If it's there, it's going to be dialed back. Yeah, it's going to be, is because I will tell you that for most of, like, it's not that there aren't power imbalances. Of course. Okay. Well, you just talked about the, you talked about how, like, she worked so hard to become a detective and ended up yeah. being a file clerk. Okay, right? There are power imbalances, and women do have to work, but women are treated a hell of a lot better. Right. Right? And you don't have that... Women tend to stand up for themselves as well if they're in the working world. Right. Right? Um, and so you have all of, and you do have the problems of, yes, they want us to get married. You know, I need, to, I'm supposed to get married. They have all of those things, right? The yes, cultural things. Um, so it, but no, I would say across the board, the South Korean TV shows I've watched, um, women are, I mean, they're still male dominated. This is a male, um, it's a patriarchal society. There's no question, yeah. but there are powerful women. See, um, and I'll be interested to see how that plays in. Well, just because so many serial killers are about this kind of sexual dysfunction, will the different societal place of women affect how they de depict serial killers? Yeah, well, that's going to be interesting, right? Um, to see. All I mean, right, because... so, um, and we will, we are going to keep watching this, duh. Uh, duh. Your homework for next time is to, if you're joining along with us, uh, we're just going to be watching two episodes a week. Yeah. Uh, because we're probably going to have a lot to dig into. I don't know if they're all two-parters. I don't know if we're just going to be watching, talking about two different stories next week. Um, the next episode starts with people on a train, so it seems to be an adaptation I haven't watched any of the episode. I literally just saw that it was set on a train. And I'm like, so it's looks like we're doing an adaptation of the, of the train episode from yeah, yeah where one, L went down. Where L's yes. trapped on a train with the guy yeah. with multiple personalities, played by uh, the multiple personalities, obviously Jeff Kober, but yes. the other guy, I can't remember now. Don't tell machine me. Machine from eight millimeter. Oh, that's right. Yes. His machine from eight millimeter. Yeah, yes, yes, know. yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. hey, if we can bring things back to eight millimeter, I'm always happy. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we'll see you back here that for that next Tuesday.
Yeah. This is going to be our regular Tuesday show until, uh, well, there's going to be, you know, nine more of them. Uh, join us back here next week. Watch episodes two and, uh, sorry, three and four if you want to watch along with us. Questions or comments, go in the comments section below the video. That's also where you drop recommendations for other profiling-related fiction you think we should check out. We'll see you back here on Tuesday for episodes three and four. But until then, I'm going to say that's right. Au revoir. And have a good week. Profiling Criminal Minds is a member of the Kinks Podcasting Network.